Hello, hello, everybody. How are you? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening from wherever you're watching. And I know our guest today is already in the future. She's all the way from Australia. They are already in the future. And I know she will tell us what's happening in the future when she gets in. So if you can hear me from wherever you're watching or listening to this program, please type, I can hear you. We just want to be sure that we are not talking to ourselves. But anyway, I am used to talking to myself. So welcome to another episode of The Morale Booster with John Ugulu. The Morale Booster is a platform for entrepreneurs, career professionals, leaders, and the general public to give back to the society through coaching and mentoring. Experience, they say, is the best teacher. This program is sponsored by Main Seat Consulting Group, LLC. Uh, they are the organizers of Speak to Impact and Main Seat Mastermind Summit. And for bookings, adverts, or sponsorship inquiries, please send an email. You would have the email, This, you know, we, we would have the email displayed on the screen all through the program. If you can hear me from wherever you are, I want you to please type, I can hear you. We just want to be sure we're not talking to ourselves. Say, I can hear you. Type that in the comment section. So ladies and gentlemen, we have a guest all the way from Australia. Like I said before, they are currently in the future. And today on this show, our guest is Teresa Corso. Teresa, I'm going to give you a little bio. I'm going to uh, let you know who she is and what she does. So Teresa Corso is a barefoot earth adventurer and a lover of life. She's also an author, speaker, co-host of the Thread Wellbeing podcast, and she is the founder of Solitude Massage and Wellness. When asked, what do you do, Teresa responds with, I am wellness whisperer, facilitator. This is a role Teresa performs with deep gratitude and reverence. She's honored to carry on a tradition passed on by her ancestors and is grateful for the many teachers and kumus who have entered her life to facilitate further growth and understanding. Now, as a wellness whisperer, Teresa focuses on Hawaiian body work and healing, lomi lomi, oncology and remedial massage. She's also a Reiki master and pure bioenergist, meditation teacher, soul college art therapist and holistic counselor, and soon will specialize in end of life care. Teresa is also Australia's first graduate of the transformational living program offered by BKSM College in Atlanta, Georgia. I told you, I always bring in quality people, so stay tuned. In 2010, after studying Hawaiian Lomi Lomi Massage and healing with Hawaiian elders, Teresa felt a deeper connection to the elements, a greater understanding of protocol and respect for the land and all its gifts. It was during this time 
that Teresa heard the call to connect further with her own birth country and her first mother earth. In this search, in this search she discovered Weyapa work, Australia's only indigenous created and inspired meditation and movement practice. An earth, mind, body and spirit meditation that honors indigenous culture and also provides a deeper understanding of the elements and their connection to each other. As a barefoot adventurer, Teresa enjoys being in nature and learning about culture, spirituality, and connection, and also sharing with others. Teresa has run a number of cultural immersions and wellness retreats in Australia and Hawaii. Teresa is currently working on her own brand of body products that incorporate all facets of nature, wellness, and spirituality. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I want you all to join me as I welcome to this virtual stage, no other person who is currently in the future, the one and only Teresa Corso. Hey, Teresa, thank you so much for joining oh, me. Thank, you. thank <laughs> you, Dr. John, for having me on board. And I feel like I need to say, g'day, mate. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. And you? I'm very well, thank you. And yes, indeed, I am coming to you all from the future. And it looks bright. It's a wonderful morning here. Oh, great, great. I love that. So really and truly, it's 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 really early where you are now. So how did it, you know, how did it feel knowing that you had an interview or a conversation like this early in the morning? I'm sure you didn't get enough rest from last night. <laughs> oh, look, it feels wonderful. It is 8.06 a.m. here, Sunday morning. But to be honest, I've been up since 4 a.m., I am a student of the Barbara King School of Ministry and I've been doing a senior practicum class since four. So I've been awake for a while. Okay, um, okay. Good to be here. Awesome, that's great. Thank you so much, Teresa. And now you have a, a very beautiful, wonderful uh, portfolio. Your bio is very, very intriguing. I love what you do, service, service. You, you, you wake up every day to serve, and that's what life, we say, is all about. What do you think about what you do? I am so grateful for what I do, and I totally agree with you. I think when we can find what brings us life and what brings us joy, and if that, in most cases, includes to serve others in whatever capacity that is, in whatever field that we we enjoy, then that truly brings fulfilment. So I wake up with a passion to do all that I do and feel like there's never enough time. Sorry, Dr. John, you're on mute. My apologies for that. Thank you so much. Yeah, so I got what you said. You said, when we find what brings us life, that truly brings us fulfillment. And, and, and that, that is something I always like to remind people about, to always look for that thing that gives them fulfillment. And I know you look forward to always waking up in the morning to get your job done. Am I right? 
Absolutely. I wake up with purpose. <laughs> oh, great, 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 great. I love that. So for how long have you been an entrepreneur? So I started my journey in 2007. I um, once worked with corporate banking. So I used to be an accountant and I was just really unfulfilled. And I started my journey into moving to something greater for myself uh, okay. in 2007. Oh, 2007. So your, your entrepreneurial journey began in 2007. That's, yeah. that's, that, that's been over a decade now. So you've got a lot of experience. Yes. So what motivated you to become an entrepreneur? Because I know just like most people, you first of all had a job to help you refine your gift and your skills. Then you became an entrepreneur. So what was that driving force behind you transitioning from employment to entrepreneurship? There were a few factors. Firstly, I grew up um, seeing my parents established and worked together and they were entrepreneurs. So I grew up seeing that and seeing the freedom that came with it as well as the pressure. Then second to that, uh, once I was in the corporate world, I just noticed so many people were unhappy. It became this routine that they were in and it looked like life was being sucked out of them. So at that point, I decided there must be something more. And I was pregnant with my third child and decided that I wanted to move into a field that allowed me to be a mother and be working in that family unit, but also not lose the sense of self and my purpose. So that were the three factors for me that pushed me into this role. Oh, great, great. And, and from that time onwards, you have been exploring, you know, enjoying the journey. Yeah, because entrepreneurship is a journey. Do you agree with me on that? 100%. I agree with you. It's a constant yes. journey of learning and evolving. Right, right, right. So some some, some um, hours ago, I was on a, a radio show, and they asked me what I saw entrepreneurship as. And I said... To the best of my knowledge, in entrepreneurship, being a journey, you have the nurturing stage for your business, you have the break-even stage, you have the profitable stage, and you have the legacy part of it. What are your thoughts on that? I totally agree with you on that. And and, and that's beautiful. I haven't heard of it in that way, in the way that you've just shared. But there is truth to it. There's, there's a birthing of the, the journey and right. you go into that and then you evolve so you make some mistakes you learn you start to fine-tune what it is that you enjoy and that brings in that profitability all right then right. you do what is the legacy you want to leave behind so um i know that that is definitely where i have been and it's also what and those change those elements are always though it's a cycle they're always there as right. well right right that's great so i'm glad you have uh, reaffirmed what i thought about it so uh for those people who are watching this program via facebook or youtube and those who are listening via podcast please remember to like and share this broadcast like and share it because 
somebody out there has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. One story can affect many lives. Please like and share this broadcast. So uh, that takes me to the next question, Teresa. Uh, what? Uh, let's see. Why did you choose your current line of business? Because there are so many businesses out there. You know, and I know so many people find it difficult to identify their niche. So why did you choose your current line of business? I think it chose me, to be Great. totally honest. <laughs> uh, as a child, I would often hear stories about my father, talk of his father massaging them when they were unwell. And he would use olive oil and he would heat up the olive oil. And then I'd hear stories from my mother about her mother and how she would use natural remedies at home to help with any illness. So that started to become something that sat in the subconscious. And as I uh, was in the corporate world, I just noticed so many unhappy people and then illnesses that came from that. So for me, that whole mind-body connection became an exploration and something I really started to enjoy doing further research. So, yeah, it really found me. Oh, great. It really found you. I love that because, you know, they say um, every human being has one thing inside of them. They have one skill, one innate skill or talent inside of them that not until they discover that talent, it becomes a hidden potential. So I'm glad you said this found you, but the environment you found yourself, you know, propelled you, prepared you for your gift. I love that. So what's your take for those people who are still thinking of transitioning from employment to entrepreneurship? They are desperately ready. They hate their jobs. They are frustrated. They wake up every morning, you know, frustrated. And they know they have that entrepreneurial skill in them. What's your advice for them? So my advice is practical. And the practicality of it is know that you have a nest fund. You have something there to start you off because the beginning of your of this journey, there is a lot of uncertainty. Right. So you just need that little nest egg there or even hold on to something part-time. But my advice is go for it. This is your life and you need to jump into what you enjoy. Find what brings you joy. Find what your why is. And I know we hear that so many times, but truly what motivates you? Once you find what motivates you, know that that will motivate others and that will inspire others. Right, right, right. So so you're saying go for it, you know, go for it because you already have a strong reason to go for it. You wake up, you know, they wake up frustrated. They get easily irritated when they get to that job. So go for it. You know, um, when JFK thought about sending um, Americans to the moon. He had no technical know-how. He didn't know how to make that happen. But all he had were 
all he had at that time were just five words like the will to make it the will to do it five words the will to do it five words so now that lady or that man who has the will to do it should go for it is that what you're just saying should they quit their jobs yes and that's why i said we need the reality of it quit your job but know that there is support around you so call your people in call your support network because when you quit that job there is uncertainty there is fear there's doubt but but in all of that there is joy and finding that joy will only propel more joy and more strength and more ambition and that becomes the power so my advice is just do it like the nike nike <laughs> nike just do it just do it do it just do it so now this is what i also encourage people to do so i would want you to look in you know tell me if you are okay with it now mm -hmm. i tell people when you have that reason that strong reason to quit your job make sure you have an exit strategy make sure you you, you, you know you have what it takes to foot your bills, to pay your bills, because I typically encourage people to use their nine to five to finance their five to nine. It's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a simple formula. Use the money you make from employment to finance your business, to nurture your business. And when you realize that you now have the capital to pay your bills while you're doing your business, you can quit your job. But that time has to come for you to always quit your job. But make sure you have an exit strategy. What do you think about that? I totally agree with you, Dr. John. And that's why I said at the beginning, have that nest egg. And what I mean by nest egg is know that you that you do have that exit plan. Right. Know that. And that job, that nine to five job, that is that's fine. And if that is what supports your opportunity to go and live those dreams, then that's really what you do. That's the propeller for you to really go off and explore. So I right. totally agree, and I love how you um, how you word that. Yeah, use your nine to five to finance your five to nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great. And in great. that case, I wouldn't even say it's five to nine. I would say it's the rest of that time. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. 18, 18 hours afterwards. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. So nine to five and five all the way to nine. nine. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much. <clears throat> and now, you know, the pandemic has really changed the trajectory for everybody, for individuals, for businesses. How have you been... How have you been coping, especially mm. during this um, pandemic, during these perilous times? Thank you. That's a great question. And in my industry, 75% of our work and our income was hit as a body worker, and predominantly that's a lot of what I do. Right. Uh, obviously with COVID and with restrictions, and in Melbourne last year, 
um, we were hit, we were in lockdown for close to seven to eight months. So uh, for me, that was a huge hit. But I sat with that and looked at what brought me joy in my, in the way that I worked and how can I use that in other ways. So I started to write and we wrote a wonderful book called The Gratitude Journal and that came from having time that I would normally be with patients to now be <coughs> creative and writing. So for me in particular during that time, it was an opportunity to sit with nature and in nature and to just reconnect and all those right. things put off it gave me an opportunity to connect to those things and read and that self-growth that I needed to bring in into this point in my life. Oh, that's great. That's great. There, there was a time I was, you know, when the, the pandemic first started or no, no, when we were asked to go into lockdown, there mm. was an elderly lady who said something to me. Mm. She said, when things like this happen, because she has experienced a similar thing, when things like this happen, the people who get out of this stronger are those people who learn a new skill or develop new skills, right? She said, those are the only people who would come out stronger and stronger. People who would create something that would be a solution. So when you talked about writing, when it first hit, you started writing, that just reminded me of what that lady said, which means you just didn't allow it weigh you down, but instead you developed a skill, right? Absolutely. And from that too was how our podcast came about. So our right. podcast, because I wanted other people to hear and be inspired by people around the world at a time where everyone felt so disconnected. Yes. And yet we weren't. Yes, yes, that's great. I like that. <clears throat> so, you know, Albert Einstein said, in the middle of every difficulty lies an opportunity. So after this pandemic, just like what my communication mentor, Mr. Les Brown would say, after this pandemic, we will have more billionaires, more millionaires, and we will have a lot of witnesses. The witnesses are going to be those who complained the whole time without developing new skills or without looking for ways to overcome. Those who decide to learn new skills or develop themselves, they will come out stronger. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Now, talking about the writing you did, how many books do you currently have in the market? So we currently have two, and there are two more in the making at the moment um, that I'm currently writing with two other projects to come out by the end of the year. So there's a beautiful product that we're working on now, uh, and I will share my my co-host on that, uh, Catherine White Mind. But this is a beautiful men's uh, gratitude journal. So we wrote oh, a women's okay. gratitude journal, and now we have one um, with men, which is going to be an amazing product. And they're the other two products I'm working with, uh, with a wonderful author in the UK. And we're talking about women in leadership and particularly my piece is on um, leading with spirituality. Okay. So now you, you talked about women gratitude journey. 
Mm. Is that book out already? Yes. Yeah, it's called The 40-Day Gratitude Journal. Okay. And it's, it's for all people. Predominantly, um, it's been women who have written in it or have purchased it, and we've had men ask for a men's version. Uh, oh. But it's a beautiful book. And it, it, every day we have written a reflection and offered you a meditation or a song and then an opportunity to reflect on what we're grateful for. And that purely came out of, out of the pandemic last year, is to sit right. in that state of gratitude for what we currently have. Wow, wow, wow. That's awesome. So where can people find that book? So we had our soft launch and now we are we've republished. So we are in our second launch of that. And that will be on Amazon. You can purchase that on Amazon. Oh, Amazon. So for Amazon. those of you who are um, listening to this program now, just tell, tell them the names of the books and where they can yeah, get so them. The, the first book was called Silver Linings. And Silver Linings is the first book that I was part of. And that book talked about the silver lining of the pandemic. And it was a wonderful opportunity for authors all around the world to come together. The second book is called The 40-Day Gratitude Journal. And that book will be going on Amazon. We've just got our new lot of published because that book I will be sending out to each of you, whoever is ordering that. Okay. But it's a journal you have to write in. So we've been really particular on how we keep that in its pure form and its pure sense. But that will be available on Amazon. Oh, great. That's awesome. So how can people reach out to you? Yes. So um, you can connect with me through Facebook through Instagram under Solitude, that's S-O-U-L-I-T-U-D-E, okay. Solitude Massage and Wellness, under my name, Teresa Corso, on Facebook or LinkedIn uh, and also via email. And you can go into my website, which is Solitude Massage and Wellness. However, um, that is in the process of being updated as well. But well, Okay, but is it live? Is the website live? <laughs> Sorry? Is your website live? It is live. Yes, it is live. It's a so, very um, solitude, massage, and wellness. But I can okay. send the link and pop that on there. Yeah, that's that. that it's currently being displayed on the screen. Can you please uh, confirm if that's the uh, right yes, one? Correct. Yes. Okay. So, solitude, massage, and wellness. So, I'm going to put it out there for people to reach out to you. So, Solitude, S-O-U-L-I. U-T-D, that's correct. And you can also find us at the Thread Wellbeing. So, the Thread Wellbeing, um, and this is where you'll find more about our wellbeing products and our lifestyle products as well. Oh, okay, great. So, they contact her. Let's see, Okay. That's great. So are you are you very active on Facebook, Instagram? Look, I'm a little bit old school. I'm a bit active on Facebook and that's all. I am moving towards more on Instagram. I oh, have okay. a LinkedIn profile, but, yes, I am active in those areas with okay, more great. skills being developed there as well. <laughs> okay, great, 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 great. So what's your advice for um, those people who have been impacted one way or the other by the pandemic, those who have lost loved ones. I know you are not a, a therapist, right? So what's your advice or what encouragement 
would you give mm. to those who have lost loved ones and those who lost their jobs? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I'll speak to those that have lost loved ones. And what I say to that is that that their pain is real. So your pain is real. Honour your pain and honour your grief. You are allowed to have time to honour this. But then live your life in memory of them. Live your life doing the things that you want to do because what death always reminds us is that we are alive until we take that last breath. So live it the way you want to live it. And even if that means that we change it in a certain way to, to fit in with what we have financially or where we are or at the moment none of us are flying, find what brings you joy within your limitations in this moment. But live life because that is what we have. That is our gift. And what I say to those that have lost their jobs is use this time to rediscover who you are. There are many things out there that offer you free training. There are so many things you can find online. There are volunteer outlets that you can go to to see what it is that brings you passion. And as you discover that, allow the time to reinvent yourself and see what it is that brings you joy and what allows you to feel that you're on purpose and fulfilling the purpose of your life. Wow, I, I love that. So if you are listening to this program via podcast or watching via YouTube and Facebook, Teresa just gave some beautiful tips for you to get over whatever challenges you are going through. She said, find what brings you joy. Live your life and reinvent yourself. And I always say that for those who have lost loved ones, we understand your pain. I commiserate with you on your loss. It's not easy. But I want you to know that those loved ones who have transitioned are in a better place. They are in a place free from sorrows, free from pain. And they'll be more happy they know that you are not hurting yourself. They'll be more happy if you immortalize their names. Do something great with their names. Remember them by giving charity on the same day they transitioned. Take that day every year and do something nice. Do something nice to remember them. Give used clothes to people who do not have clothes. Give food to those who need food. Do some charitable work. And that loved one who has transitioned will be happy wherever she or he is. So that's what I always encourage people to do. What do you say about that, Teresa? Oh, I love that. That is that is beautiful. And I, I totally agree. I think there's a real importance in honouring them through service. Yes. But the only thing I'll add to that is speak to them because they're still present. Yes. They're just in the other realm. Speak to them and allow them to also guide you. Wait for their wisdom to be heard. Right. I love that. That's that's a great one. Thank you so much for that. And 
another word of advice for those people who have not gotten the courage to act mm -hmm. on their dreams? What's mm -hmm. your advice for them? My advice on that is that courage is, is power. Yes. And fear is like a noose. Okay, fear will actually cripple us. And when we look at the acronym for fear, we know what that is, false evidence appearing real. Yes. So create the real evidence. Create what you really want. And even if it's just one step forward, and we all have fear at different aspects in our life, but when we know that we step forward, that feeling of empowerment that is courage. So empower yourself. Find ways to empower yourself every day. If that means that you are facing your fear of the water, then face your fear of water. Take swimming lessons. Right. <laughs> if it means that you're facing your fear of height, just walk up one step more. Just do something every day that helps you to conquer that fear so that you can find the courage to walk into your greatness because that is what we're all here for. And oh, yeah. when we remember who we are and we remember who designed us and we remember the great I am, there is no fear. Oh, yes. There cannot be any fear. I it doesn't that. exist in the I am. I, I love that. Thank you so much, Teresa, for that. And I'd like to just add to that hang around only quality people be intentional about the people you surround yourself with this is very important what do you think about that teresa yes i love that i actually think i heard you say that a few months back as well uh dr john i think you said about you are the, the first five people that you hang around with i recall yes. you saying that and i remembered at that time thinking who are the five in my life right now i'm feeling very <laughs> All right. Um, they say if you hang around nine broke people, you would end up becoming the tenth broke person. <laughs> and Dr. John, I um, I grew up in a in a beautiful Italian family, and there's a traditional Italian saying that when it's translated into English, it says, "If you tell me who you hang around with, I will tell you what you will become." Oh, so yeah. that I grew up with my entire life. Right, <laughs> so right, right. With you, that's that's great. I, I I I'm glad you you also agree with that. If you are struggling with limiting beliefs, if you feel you do not have all it takes to step into your calling, mm -hmm. start hanging around those people who would motivate you to do that. If you want to become a public speaker and you hang around people who criticize motivational speakers, what, what do you think would happen? <laughs> Teresa, tell them what would happen. Oh, you'll start to question everything you say. You'll drop into fear. You'll become your worst inner critic. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So hang I around people who do the things you want to become then you the energy would come up from there am i right 100% you are right and we all have a message and your voice needs to be heard even right. when you think it doesn't right. someone from it that's true thank you so much for that and um 
I, I really appreciate the fact that you took time out of your busy schedule to come on this program. And I know you have impacted people because people from all over the world are watching this program, are listening to this program. So if you have been impacted one way or the other, please do not hesitate to leave us a feedback. And just before I uh, you know, end the program, I want to remind everybody that I was once a shy person, but now I'm microphone hungry. I love to be out there to interview people. And we have a program called Speak to Impact. It is a platform that gives speakers the opportunity to showcase their speaking talent. So if anybody who is currently listening to this program, whether via podcast, YouTube, or Facebook, if you live in the Atlanta area, or if you will be in the Atlanta area in June, on the 12th of June precisely, please feel free to visit our website and register to attend the event. Registration is going to be free for you. So go to mainseedevents.com. Register to attend and come and showcase or watch people, watch people use their voices to impact lives. So Teresa, thank you so much. I want you to give us, you know, last words before we end this program of encouragement. The level of depression has increased. The level of anxiety has increased. The level of domestic violence has increased. Even the level of hunger has increased. What's your advice for people? She's not a therapist, but she's just going to give us some words of advice. My words of advice would be know that you are important. Know that your life matters and know that you matter and that your story needs to be shared. And we also have been experiencing all of those things here during the pandemic. But no, don't give up. As the sun rises each day, that brings in new, a new opportunity, a new opportunity to make a difference and to create that difference in your own world. You are important. You are here for a reason. Do not give up. I love that. I love that. Please, for those watching via YouTube podcast, listening via podcast, like and share this broadcast. Someone has to hear what Teresa just said. We're not saying you should give us money right now. What we're saying is do your part by sharing this broadcast. Somebody needs to hear that. Teresa said, do not give up. Do not give up. You are just one step away from your breakthrough. Remember that the only constant in life is change. Whatever challenges you are going through in life right now is only a phase in your life. Suicide is not the solution. Do not give up. Seek help when help is needed. Seek help. Get a coach. Get a counselor. Get a therapist. If you are experiencing any form of domestic violence, seek help. We thank God for the internet. You have access to 
all kinds of resources that can help you. So seek help when help is needed. Life itself is not fair, but life has a solution to all life problems, believe it or not. Am I right, Teresa? Oh, you speak to my heart. I love that. And what Thank I will you. add to that, I just want to add one thing to that is to everyone out there who is feeling some despair, I want you to go and look at yourself in the mirror and just say, I love you. Because when we can give our inner child, our inner spirit love, and when we learn to love him, her, it, whatever we call ourselves, when we learn to love it with all of our scars and our hurts and our cries and our fears, that is how we feel empowered and courageous. So I would actually say that first and foremost, learn to love that little one inside. That's great. Love. Love is paramount. Love does wonders. So thank you so much, Teresa. I really thank do appreciate you. you. Yeah, I appreciate you for accepting to come on my show. And I hope when next I reach out to you, you will be available. You would be willing to come back and inspire my audience, right? I would love to, Dr. John. It's been an absolute pleasure and I thank you for inviting me. All right. Thank you so much. Do not, do not, do not get off the line. We're going to talk offline. Okay. All right. Okay. So everybody, thank you. I thank you for listening to the broadcast. Like and share this broadcast. Do your part. Share. There's somebody out there who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. Enjoy the rest of your day. And remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.